0: Hey, everybody, how is it going this morning? (laughs) It is pragmatic. Uh, It is time for Supernatural Saturday. And uh, I am doing my best to make sure this live streaming continues, uh, despite all of the cancel culture and censorship. So welcome to another episode of Supernatural Saturday. Uh, If you're joining on the website, Welcome. If you're joining on CloudHub, a special welcome. And if you're joining, uh, actually, I'm live streaming. I should be on both websites, pragmatic.com and pragmatic.org. And uh, I have not been doing a lot of broadcasts lately. That's because I've been very busy writing. Uh, Working on a couple of books. Talk about that later. But right now, uh, I'll get you my message for today: We are going through my book, Hearing God's Voice Made Simple, and we are. I'm just going through each ch- this book chapter by chapter, um, covering all the topics, different ways that God speaks. And this message today is about how God speaks through angels, and this is a starting a new section. Up until this point. We talked about how God speaks through conscience, through the still small voice, through dreams, through visions. Um, Then we covered subjects like how God speaks through art, through music, through film. And right now, uh, we're going to talk about how God speaks through angels. So I'm actually going to read a passage for you, which means I'm going to put on my spectacles. (laughs) This is from Genesis chapter 31. Uh, it happened at the time when the. Flo- this is uh, verse ten. It happened at the time when the flocks conceived, and I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream, and behold, the rams which leaped upon the flocks were streaked, speckled, and grey spotted. And the angel of God spoke to me in a dream, saying, "Jacob," and I said, "Yes, here I am." <laughs> and he said, "Lift up your eyes now and see; all the rams which leap on the flocks are streaked, speckled, and grey spotted." for I have seen all that Laban is doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar, and where you made a vow to me. Now arise, get out of this land, and return to the land of your family. All right. So, a little backstory there. Um, Jacob was sort of... um, He he had... (laughs) Because he was a dishonest person, a little bit of a sneak, uh, he had irritated his family and left. He was actually living with his uh, father-in-law Laban. And... God had favored him so much that he ended up getting most of Laban's uh, livestock. (laughs) So, Laban was getting angry, his family's angry, Jacob's in a spot like, I don't know what to do, where do I go, I'm kind of between a rock and a hard place, and the angel of the Lord came to him in a dream and said, go back home, everything's cool. So that is just one example uh, from the Bible of how God speaks through angels um, when Mary was pregnant with Jesus. An angel came to Joseph because Joseph was thinking about putting her away. And in that in, in that culture, when a woman committed adultery, uh, the, the man could put her away. It wasn't a divorce, it was um, sort of like a separation. And the angel told Joseph, do not put her away. The child that she has uh, conceived is uh, conceived supernaturally by the power of God, and he's going to be the Messiah. So yeah, don't put her away. Hang on to her. Take care of her. She's got a special uh, package to deliver. So then, after Jesus was born, uh, the Magi came and visited uh, Mary and Joseph. Brought gifts. Herod had secretly told. The, the Magi, hey, I want to worship this new king. Uh, find out where he is and then, you know, bring him to me so, so I can uh, worship him. Well, the Magi were warned in a dream. No, they were warned by angels not to go back to Herod. Then, then that's uh, the, the very next cha- uh, verse in that same chapter. Uh, Joseph is then warned by an angel to take Jesus to Egypt because Herod was seeking to kill him. So if you look through the scriptures, you'll find all kinds of places where um, people were um, warned and given messages from angels. Book of Revelation is full of uh, messages from angels. Acts chapter 27, when Paul was on his missionary journeys, he was actually on his way to Rome. And the ship was, uh, broke up in a storm. And uh, the crew didn't know what to do. They were freaking out. An angel appeared to Paul, told him, the ship is going to be destroyed, but everyone on board will be kept safe. Don't freak out. And that's what happened. Uh, the ship was lost, but no lives were lost. So God uh, speaks through angels um, in, to, to many people for a lot of purposes. And I have had some interesting experiences with angels um and i was talking to greg harvey uh which by the way let me uh do a little segue here i am now doing a live stream every monday morning with greg harvey on his cloud hub channel he's greg is cloud hub channel 117 i'm channel 115 uh, greg is does a morning broadcast uh, a couple hours long two and a half hours and at nine o'clock uh, Pacific, so it'd be 11 o'clock East Coast time. 11 Eastern every Monday morning. I'm going to be on Greg's live stream for about an hour. We'll go from 11 Eastern till noon Eastern. Uh, we'll be talking about everything, Holy Spirit, Kingdom of God, healing, miracles, uh, the supernatural. Uh, Greg, Greg is trying to expand he's having a lot of his friends on his show now and I am honored to be one of his friends on his show so i'm going to try to make that broadcast available on the website but it will always be available on cloud hub on my channel i'll upload the the recorded video and you can always catch it live on on greg's live stream both on cloud hub channel 117 greg is also on d live i believe it's greenbeard 117 on d live uh, that's kind of fun. Jump on the chat there. I, I've been doing that this week. Anyway, all of that is to say that uh, I, for those of you who want, to, who want a little bit more of uh, what's going on, check me out on Monday mornings on, on Greg's live stream. So angels, um, I was talking on Greg's um, broadcast a week ago. I think we were talking about angels, and somebody got irritated. Uh, because I said angels do not have vocal cords, they don't have ears, they don't have physical bodies. Normally they don't, an angel is a spiritual being. Angels are spirits. They're not like us, they don't have a physical body. So angels generally communicate to us through thoughts. We see them as beings of light. If you see an angel normally, They appear as this somewhat large being that is really just kind of uh, emitting uh, spiritual light. Uh, Most people don't see angels walking around um, as looking like humans because angels are spirit beings, just like demons. Um, Demons are spirit beings, angels, they're spiritual beings. They generally communicate to us through thoughts. Now. There are exceptions. Um, this person got angry because they said in, in the Bible, people uh, angels talk to people and they walked around. That's true. Sometimes angels will take on human form. Uh, they actually transform into the body of a human being. They, they feel like, look like, and sound like a normal human. But as soon as their message is gone, they're gone, and they go back into being a spiritual being. I don't know how they transform into a human body, but angels don't normally have human bodies. They can take on human appearance. But if you look in the book of Daniel, uh, like Daniel chapter 4, Daniel chapters 10, 11, and 12, where Daniel had all these visions, he saw uh, Michael, the archangel, big spiritual light thing on fire, burning, looks like you know burning amber or whatever. <laughs> hey, angels tend to, the thing that you see about them most is that they radiate light. And angels talk to us for a lot of reasons. Um, Denise and I, uh, years ago, had a lot of experiences where we heard angels talking at night. And we didn't know what they were at first. We just would hear a loud voice talking in the middle of the night. Wouldn't see anything, just heard this voice talking. Uh, Remember one night, Denise uh, heard this voice say, Beware of those who are called, but not chosen. It was just an angelic message she heard in the middle of the night. And the funny thing was, she heard this voice and I was awake, but I didn't hear it, right? The message was for her. Uh, Somehow angels are able to focus their messages only to the person who it is intended for. So, So, like if an angel appears to someone in a dream, like the angel appeared to Joseph or to uh, Jacob, the angel is speaking, but anybody who's in that room is not going to hear their voice. The messages of angels normally go just to the individual. It's like an email. If you don't have the right email address, not everyone has access to your emails. Um, Emails are sent to a specific email address because they're meant for a specific receiver. And angelic messages generally are intended for one person. Now, there are exceptions. If an angel manifests in a human body, and is talking like a normal person, then anyone around is going to be able to hear them. But if the angel uh, manifests as a spiritual being, it's not going to be talking in a normal way. Uh, and, And it'll sound like that's the funny thing is, angelic messages sound like an audible voice. But you know, they're not because Denise is awake i'm awake she hears a voice talking and i don't hear it (laughs) so either she's hallucinating or she's hearing an angel and we've both heard these angelic messages in the middle of the night Um, sometimes they come with visions back in 2008 and 2009 i had a lot of night visions and that's the time when i was hearing a lot of angelic voices i was receiving messages from angels Um, one time i had a a visitation from jesus he came in my room and he was talking to me i didn't see him he was talking and he gave me a message and i knew it was him because he said i the lord (laughs) will accomplish it and i was like oh well i guess i know who the messenger is he says i I am the lord um so angels can uh they can deliver any kind of message and I, i i will be honest a lot of times you won't understand the message like the message that denise got from this angel one night beware of those who are called but are not chosen Uh, a lot of times we hear messages from angels that are cryptic Uh, they're not very clear they're not real concise Um, sometimes they're bible verses i mean we just hear sometimes hear bible verses in the middle of the night Uh, but this was a warning for her and i to be careful about who we chose Partner with because well, many are called, but few are chosen. And there's a lot of people who are willing to partner with you, partner with me. But we have to be discerning about picking the right people to partner with uh, people who have the right heart, people who have our, our best interests, and, and the best interests of the community at heart. So, uh, angelic messages are interesting, but they're not always that clear. If you <laughs> Just look through the scriptures and look at all the places where angels spoke to people. Sometimes the messages are clear, sometimes they're not. Like this one in Genesis uh, with Jacob. The first part, um, the angel is kind of talking cryptically about the livestock. And then he says something clear. He says, I am the God of Bethel. You know what? That's an interesting uh, thing we'll talk about. I I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar and where you made a vow to me. Arise, get out of this land and return home. So if the angel says, I am the God of Bethel, he didn't say, I serve the God of Bethel. He didn't say, I'm the servant of the Lord. He said, I am the God of Bethel. So that was probably a theophany. Probably the angel of the Lord himself uh, showed up. That's, That's what I heard in that one experience where I had I, I heard this voice talking to me and then I didn't know who it was until the voice said I the Lord uh, will accomplish this and I was like oh hang on a minute <laughs> I think I think that's Jesus here right and, and Jesus made many appearances to people in the old testament uh book of Joshua uh, I saw I looked up and I saw the commander of the Lord's army and <laughs> I said, are you for me or against me? And he said, no. That was a manifestation of uh, Jesus, the commander of the Lord's army in the Old Testament. And he appeared uh, as an angel. So these, you know, when a spiritual being shows up, you don't always know uh, what they are. Are they a demon? Are they a fallen angel? Are they one of God's angels? Is it an archangel? Is it Jesus? Be careful. You need to listen to the message. Uh, The message Uh, many times they'll tell you the source, right? (laughs) So the angel says, you know, I am the God or or I I am the Lord. And well, then you know who it is. Well, you know who they claim to be. Um, Sometimes when I have messages from angels, I'll feel a very strong presence of God. Uh, It's really hard to describe what that feels like. God's presence to me, if I'm standing in God's presence, presence is around me. I have a hard time standing still. I tend to sway gently back and forth if I'm standing. If I'm laying down, I don't sway. But there's this um, what do you call it? This intense sensation of power around you. It's almost like being in an electric field. If you've been ever been around <clears throat> a really strong electromagnetic field um, where your hair stands on end, <laughs> Being in a very, very strong electromagnetic field is something like what it feels like being in God's presence. Everyone describes it differently. Denise, when she is in God's presence, feels a weight pushing her down. Some people uh, sway, some people feel euphoria and joy. Um, But many times, if if an angel comes from the presence of God, from the throne of God, and is carrying God's glory, That angel, that glory is going to manifest wherever you are, and you're going to feel it. I had a a message one time about starting a new website. Uh, And it was early in the morning around sunrise. Messenger shows up. I get this message in a dream, and the glory in the room was so intense, I couldn't get out of bed. I was like pinned down to the bed. I couldn't stand up for a while until the glory left. Um, intense uh, sensation of of God's presence, His glory, is a pretty good uh, indicator that you've had a a message from an angel. So, um, like I said, messages from angels are very interesting. And uh, a lot of times we get messages from angels in dreams. Sometimes if you have a dream, and a faceless person appears in a dream, um, there are probably three or four possibilities as to who that faceless person is. So if you have a dream and you're in a car and that faceless person is driving your car but you don't feel danger and you don't feel a sense of worry or concern. If you feel that everything's okay, it's a very good chance that that faceless person is the Holy Spirit. Sometimes a faceless person in a dream will actually be an angel. Uh, And sometimes an angel will appear in a dream, and they're not a faceless person. They'll actually have a face and you can see them. Uh, You'd probably, I think, be surprised if you knew how many of your own dreams, angels actually appeared in the dream and gave you a message. Sometimes angels appear as just normal people talking to you. The Bible says, uh, be kind to people because many of us have entertained angels unaware. Angels will manifest as, as human beings in our life, on the street, a homeless person, or whoever. And sometimes God is giving us opportunities to bless them uh, as a test or character. Sometimes angels manifest in dreams as average people. Sometimes as a person we know. Uh, there, are, there are little clues in dreams that will tell you if there's an angel there. If you study your dreams enough, you'll you'll start to, you'll learn how to determine if the Holy Spirit or an angel showed up in a dream. Uh, sometimes a faceless person, uh, someone who like if you're in a spiritual battle and you know you're being chased by thugs, and you go around a corner and there's this big, strong friend who just kind of chases the thugs away. <clears throat> Good chance that was an angel. And if you feel God's presence, if you feel his glory in the dream, uh, there's also a good chance that angel was actually in the room with you and you felt the glory uh, from the angel being there. So angels are, man, they're fascinating. (laughs) One of these days, I might write a book about angels, maybe, we'll see. Um, But for now, I am writing two books, Um, working on a book on dreams, Dream Interpretation, that book is long overdue. I started that book back in 2010. And uh, I'm getting close to have it, having it done. The manuscript is actually done. I'm working on the dictionary. Dictionary of symbolic terms is going to go at the back. And that is a that is a project. Because I have to take all these terms and then search for them in the Bible. And find, find chapter and verse. And uh, include those all in the... Uh, in the definition so putting together the list of symbolic terms is, is a chore um, I've been working on it two days and I'm through the B's <laughs> I got A and B done I got 24 letters to go but it's it's a labor of love I really love talking about dreams writing about dreams and that book on dreams will be available soon hopefully in the next month also working on a book on power and authority Another book that was on the back burner, Uh, I started that book in 2015 or 2016 when I realized that um, that the church has a very poor understanding of how power and authority work, and um, I started just doing some outlines and working on the book. And then the Military Intelligence Insider came along and all my books got put on hold. but now that the military intelligence insider is no longer posting at least for now temporarily i'm finishing some books that i should have finished a long time ago so i'm having a really good time writing a lot of writing a lot of editing doing a lot of research right now for the dream symbols index for for the dream book um i apologize that i'm not more active on social media but um, those of you who know me, who've, you know, if you've known me over the years, you know that if I go quiet on social media, it's because I'm working on a book or two and I need to have long periods of time when, I, when things are quiet, or I'm not disturbed. I'm a very um, um, disciplined uh, writer and I, once I get in the flow of writing, I don't want to get out of it for anything uh when i'm writing i just want to write and edit and write and edit typically that lasts for about a week sometimes two weeks depending on the subject matter i've been working on the dream book for about three weeks because i am unusually interested in the subject of dreams so i've been highly motivated to get that book finished but i did take a break last weekend Um, if you don't see me on social media if i'm not doing broadcasts you can just assume I'm working on a book. That is what I do. I quit my job back in 2015 to be a full-time writer. And our our business plan was to write, th- publish three books a year. And we did that. 2013, we published three books. 2014, we published three more books. 2015, we published three more books. That was our business model. And then uh, the Military Intelligence Insider came along, Q. And that put most of our book projects on hold. We had a very difficult time um, getting anything published during that time period from 2017 to 2020 because I was so busy uh, doing Q broadcasts and and all that. I just didn't have time to write. A few times that Q took a break, I would, I would go back to writing and work on some book manuscripts. But right now, I'm going back to my old model, my old business model. Which is publish three books a year minimum. Uh, this year I may publish four books. We'll see. Uh, I have I have a pretty good start. <laughs> I've got two manuscripts finished. A third one, the one on Power and Authority, is about two thirds to three quarters of the way done. And I've got another novel in the hopper, or or three actually a trilogy. So uh, that's that's my game plan. My game plan is to write. I love writing. There's nothing I love better than writing. And unfortunately, if you don't see me on social media, if I'm not posting a lot on Gab or CloudHub or Parler, uh, it's because I'm writing. And my YouTube channel was toasted back in September of last year. So, no, I'm not on YouTube, although there are some people who are pretending to be me, and they have PayPal links out there, and they're taking people's money. Uh, on YouTube and I haven't been on YouTube for about six months um, I'm doing my my live streams and my broadcasts right now on cloud hub uh, Jeff brain the CEO of cloud hub has been very good to us um, I like his vision I, I I love the fact that he believes in us and he's he, he has gone through considerable hardship to give a voice to people like us who have been cancelled off a lot of other platforms so I will be on cloud hub and you know if you're If you're looking to communicate with me on social media, CloudHub is the place. Uh, Gab does not have private messaging right now, neither does Parler. CloudHub does have private messaging, and if you message me on on CloudHub, I will read your message. And if you don't send me a link to a YouTube video, I will respond to you. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Um, Yeah, so I'm I'm more active on CloudHub than on any other uh, platform. For those of you who have supported us financially uh, through our ministry, thank you. I can't tell you how much uh, it means to us to receive your financial support. It's been very difficult since our PayPal account uh, was canceled, but we do have the ability to receive donations on prayingmedic.org. And you can go there. Uh, My videos, my Supernatural Saturday videos are posted there, uh, as well as, There's a page there for receiving donations. Um, I said your financial support means a lot to us. Um, There's a lot of people who are concerned about where the the, country is going, where the nation is headed. I think that uh, I think it is people of faith who understand where the nation is headed. People who tend to look at things in the natural tend to look at what they see from day to day, uh, I think don't have a very good idea of where the country is going. And that's natural because they're looking at what's happening today. Those people don't have foresight, they don't have prophetic foresight, and they don't have a lot of insight. Um, They just tend to make their evaluations based on what they see happening today. God hasn't shown them the future, they tend to, you know, not see very far down the road. And people who are, ma- who are uh, making comments about where the country is headed, it's a really, really hard to, to forecast and predict where the country is going if you don't have prophetic foresight. Um, the reason why God gives revelation and understanding to people about the future, about future events, is so that we can understand something about the future The thing that God doesn't do, is He doesn't tell us the timing of things very often. Um, You just look, go back and look through the scriptures and look at all the prophetic uh, messages uh, from the prophets and the apostles. Almost never do you ever get a timing indicator of when a prophetic uh, event is going to happen. God just doesn't talk very often about the timing of things. He'll show you the what. He hardly ever shows you the when. And, I, uh, you know, God has shown me a fair number of things that are gonna come in the future. I don't know when they're gonna happen. Um, you know, and there's a lot of people out there who love to you know, jump on people like myself and say, when can I come back and tell you that you were wrong? <laughs> What's the date? I wanna have a date so I can come back and tell you you were wrong. Well, you know, the funny thing about prophetic life is, um, God usually doesn't give dates, and I am not a a date predictor, I I don't predict dates for things. A couple of times, that I went on a limb and predicted a date. Um, One time it didn't go very well, and the other time I was very fortunate. Um, I've learned my lesson, I do not predict dates on things unless god gives me a date and even if he does (laughs) i'm still scared i'm like "Eh, i don't want to put the date on this because if you if you screw up and you predict a date about something and it's wrong you lose credibility and for some strange reason there's a lot of people who've predicted dates over and over and over again certain things are going to happen and they didn't happen and there's a lot of people still listening to them (laughs) i don't i don't even know what that's about um but God has a good future plan for America. And if you're a person of faith, if you have, if you've been walking with God and you know God's nature, you know it is not God's nature to start something and then not finish it. You know it is not his nature to abandon the ones he loves. He loves us, he loves America, he loves the world, and he is not going to allow our world to fall into decay. He's got a very good plan Uh, A lot of things have already happened that are going to allow his plan to come to pass. And it's not coming to pass in the way we thought it would. And if you've been walking with God for more than about three months, you probably know that the way God brings something to pass is not usually the way we think it's going to come to pass. We get a promise from God. We think it's going to look like this. And then God comes along and says, nope, it's going to look like this. Um, very seldom has anything ever come to pass that God has shown me in the way I thought it was going to come to pass. Um, I have my expectations, I make my plans, God has His plans, and we, we see through a glass darkly. When you're talking about you know, prophetic revelation, God only gives us hints and glimpses and little tiny bits of what the future looks like. Doesn't give us the whole picture, doesn't give us a timing. So, don't be discouraged about the future. Uh, I I, I have come to know God very well in the last 12 years. Um, And He is very, very good at keeping His promises. Uh, He has not broken any promises that I'm aware of. And I don't believe He's going to start uh, right now. So, uh, we we have a good future ahead. Uh, We have to be patient. We have to keep in prayer. You have to realize that a lot of people are being uh, awakened to the realities of institutional corruption. And that is a huge part of the plan right now. Uh, people are being awakened to the realities of corruption. And once you wake people up to the reality of corruption, you can't put them back to sleep. They're not going to go back to sleep. And they're not going to allow the government to continue doing what they're doing. There is going to come a time when a critical mass of people in this country and the world are going to be awakened to the realities of corruption and they're going to rebel against the institutions that have kept us enslaved. That time is coming. You can take it to the bank and the longer this little charade goes on, the more people are waking up and pretty soon that critical mass is going to be completely awake and nothing will be able to stop what is coming. All right. That is my message for today. I don't think I have anything else. Um, like I said, thank you for uh, your financial support. Please keep me and Denise in prayer. Keep Q and the team in prayer. Keep President Trump in prayer. Keep our government in prayer. Love you all. Take care. Catch you on the next broadcast.